We're going to start off this morning by reading a story in John chapter 6, verse 5 through 14. It says this, When Jesus looked up and saw a great crowd coming toward him, he said to Philip, Where shall we buy bread for these people to eat? He asked this only to test him, for he already had in mind what he was going to do. Philip answered him, It would take more than half a year's wages to buy enough bread for each one to have a bite. Another of his disciples, Andrew, Simon Peter's brother, spoke up. Here's a boy with five small barley loaves and two small fish. But how far will they go among so many? Jesus said, have the people sit down. There was plenty of grass in that place, and they sat down. About 5,000 men were there. Jesus then took the loaves. He gave thanks and distributed to those who were seated as much as they wanted. He did the same with the fish. When they all had enough to eat, he said to his disciples, gather the pieces that are left over. Let nothing be wasted. So they gathered them and they filled 12 baskets with the pieces of the five barley loaves left over by those who had eaten. After the people saw the sign Jesus performed, they began to say, surely this is a prophet who is to come into the world. Growing up in my family, we always had these family get-togethers. We still do. I've grown up in a Hispanic home, and we don't need a holiday to give us a reason to get together and have a party. We'll make up our own holidays. Like your uncle's been sober for three days, we're throwing a party. It it, it doesn't matter what it is about. We're going to have a party. We're all going to get together. And I I love this about my family. These parties, though, you couldn't just show up empty-handed. It always, it always be like some kind of potluck style party. So you always had to bring like a dish. And, and bringing plates and napkins, that didn't count. So if you're like a plate and napkin person, like I sign up to bring that only, you're going to stop getting invited to parties. So start bringing a dish. So I'd bring a dish to, to this party. It could be anything from some enchiladas to some macaroni and cheese or some potato salad, whatever it was. You, you take a dish to the party, but was, what was so awesome is, is not only did you get to eat different food while you were there, you always left the party with more food food than you came with. Like, I'd show up with macaroni, but I would leave with, like, some macaroni, some chicken wings, some enchiladas, some pozole, some menudo. You, 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 you always left the party with more food than you came with. And this is what we see in this story. Andrew shows up to Jesus with five loaves and two fish, But by the time they leave the presence of Jesus, they have 12 baskets left over. You see, there's nothing magical about the five loaves. There's nothing magical about the two fish. The truth is this. When something or someone comes into the presence of Jesus, they always leave with more than they came with. What what I'm trying to say is it's very, very difficult to come in contact with Jesus and leave the same. It's very difficult to come in one way, meet Jesus, and leave the same way that you came. You see, throughout the Bible, you see this take place in the life of people who interacted with Jesus. There was this one man who the Bible says his hand was paralyzed. 
He had no movement in this hand. He was in a synagogue and Jesus was teaching. And Jesus sees this man in the back. He calls him up to the, to the front. It was in that moment Jesus gave this man an opportunity to stretch forth his hand. There's so much powerful things in this story, it's crazy. Like if I'm going to stretch forth my hand, I'm probably not going to stretch forth the hand that's paralyzed because it can't move. But when Jesus says you can do something, you can do something. And that man stretched forth his paralyzed hand. He came in with one, but he left with two hands that were working. Because it's very difficult to leave the presence of Jesus the same way that you came in. There was another story that my good friend Anthony spoke on last Sunday. The, the, this man was, was a paralytic. Four people bring him to this house where Jesus was teaching. The house is packed out. There's no room in the house. They're desperate. They build a hole or make a hole, and they drop the man down. This man went in with no mobility in his legs. But by the time he was done, he went out walking out of those doors on his own two legs. Why? Because when you get in the presence of Jesus, you always leave with more than you came with. That's what we believe here at this, at this church. We don't believe that we gather together just to show up and, and, and magnify religion. We believe that Jesus is not dead, but he is alive. We believe that when we come to this place and we magnify the name of Jesus, I know you think we're just singing songs off of, off of the screen, but when your heart is engaged, God's presence will show up in the room and change lives in a moment. I'm telling you what people would try to do in a lifetime, one moment with Jesus can turn it around in a second. And everything we do here at Celebration Church is simple. On our Sundays, you're here today. Our desire is to point people to Jesus. We say it like this all, all the time as it pertains to our Sunday experiences, that our goal is to create an experience for people to know God, for people to know God. You can know a lot of people out there, but when you know God, you have an advantage. You can have all the right relationships out there, but when you know God, you don't have to buckle when storms come. You're given an advantage. And our desire is to point people to Jesus every single Sunday. You know these musicians that were up here singing a moment ago? Like, they don't just come here because they like to sing. Like, they're, they're really, really good singers. But they come here believing that God will use them in a moment to point people to Jesus. The reason why they show up Tuesday nights to come and practice, it's not because they don't have nothing else to do. Some of them are getting off work late. They want to go home. But they got to come to a place believing that God will use them in a way that will transform lives. Everything we do, man, it's pointing to Jesus. I know you think hospitality snacks and cookies are just to feed you. No! I was going to say something really rude, but I'm not. My wife tells me, you got to lay off the hospitality snacks, man. And uh, I'm working on my summer bod eventually. But, but everything that we do is to see walls come down. So that when you get into this place, there'd be no distractions, Everything we do, we fight for excellence because we want to make God look good. Everything, we, every, if, in the parking lot, you think they're just there parking your cars? They're pointing people to Jesus. A couple of months ago, a couple of months ago, I was, um, 
I was here on campus, and this gentleman walked in to the office. He, he had come up to me. He says, hey, this last Sunday was my first time to the church. He said, I had a great experience. He says, I, I even gave my life to God. He said, you preach really, really good. I said, thank you. He said, but there's someone on your campus that preaches better than you. I'm thinking, ouch. Like, like I, 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 no one else was even preaching on Sunday. It was, it was me. He says, no, there's, there was a guy in the parking lot. He called him the man at the gate. He was one of our parking attendants. He said he didn't say anything with his words, but he made eye contact with me, and he smiled. And when he smiled, something happened on the inside of me. He says, where I'm from, no one smiles at me. But the reason why I was able to come in and give my life to Jesus is because the guy at the gate smiled at me. Can I tell you, everything we do on a Sunday is to point people to Jesus. Why? Because if you ever come in contact with Jesus, you will always leave with more than you came with. And we believe that. Celebration Church, this is more than a church. This is a place of miracles. We believe in miracles. That's, that's good news because some of us, we need a miracle. God, I can't seem to get it together. I need a miracle. A miracle is just something spectacular that can only be done by God and God alone. And in this place, it's full of miracles. You would be surprised by who you're sitting next to. God does miracles. You know what's so cool is God doesn't just do miracles out there and, and at home. He absolutely can. God does miracles in the gathering as well. God does miracles when we gather as well. I know sometimes we don't think that coming to church is always necessary, but what if the Sunday you weren't here was the day God had his miracle for you? I want to read this part of the story. It's really interesting to me. Right here in John chapter 6, verse 11, it says this, Jesus then took
Thanks for listening. If this impacted you and you'd like to partner with us, go to celebrationchurch.cc give to help us reach people with the message of Jesus.